I've never fought with staying class with regards to money. Actually, when I left staying class, they were paying me very well. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, what's my name? I'm a hearsay, you know? And sometimes you get shocked by some of those things. I never, like, till today, I follow her. I like the pictures. I love what she's done with her brand. She's got so many shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, she's not old, guys. Like, very young. Quite young and... She's pushing. Yeah. It excites me. Black girl magic. I'm about it. Business-wise, at that time, and worse, it was not even me dealing with her, guys. I was not even dealing with her. Like... The show is Engineer Your Life and I'm Lungel KM. Um, welcome to another amazing episode. It's always wonderful and heartwarming when you meet somebody um, for the first time and you just get along. And that's what actually happened between me and my guest today. You know, when we met, it was really organic. Because gaining this from that person or trying to leverage this from each other's brands or just knowing each other. But we were spent we spent time together through a mutual friend and we just genuinely got to like each other. So I'm privileged, I'm honored today to host the beautiful, the illustrious, the effervescent, the amazing Kaya <laughs> How are you? I'm well, my darling, how are you? I'm very good. Um, I stopped it. You can it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no man, thank you so much. And thank you for, for me finally. Yes. All in, on this chair. All, all in good time. All in God's okay. time too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How have you been? I've been good. Mm-hmm. Very busy, but I guess it's some of the things I pray for. Yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. been very good. You pray for a time like this, would you say? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Because you look at it, sometimes you want to complain and then you realize how privileged you are. Mm. Um, yeah, it's... I think I'm where I want to be. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you, do you remember that the, the Kaya who was chastised, the Google Pants? If you still remember that Kaya, that, that Kaya still creep up and come into you when you are on a Zanzi Magic stage, when you're on a an ETV stage and that Kaya comes and says that maybe you're just not worthy for this. I'm I I I'm I miss that Kaya mm-hmm. because I believe that's the Kaya that got me to this Kaya. Um, nothing motivated me like people who thought I couldn't do it. Nothing excited me and it, it fueled me, but it also gave me that thing of let's prove people wrong, yeah, you know. But let me prove myself right, most importantly. So, I think, yeah, Caesar, you must always see a motivation from anything, you must. Everything has always has two sides. It depends yes, who, yes, who yes, you yes. are and how you look at it. I mean, I used to be criticized and all the craziest things, but I I always found the beauty in those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you do you? But you say you're at a point now where that Kaya doesn't hurt your journey right now anymore. It's something you've gotten over. It doesn't, 
Um, but it also assists me help another client who's in that previous situation. Still there. Yeah, because I, I think people need to understand that in the space of entertainment, in the space of life in general, there's time. Yeah. You need to think of time. Is it your time? Are you ready? Because sometimes you pray for things and be like, God, can you hear me? But maybe you're not ready for it. Yeah. You think you're ready until you're in the space and you're like, yo, I was begging for this for 20 years, for 10 years. I was not going to be ready to do this if I was a 12-year-old me being in the space. Oh, yeah. You know, so it, I think it, it helps a lot. It helps. As a queer and feminine person, how does it, how is the space different for you when you look at your peers who are heterosexuals in the space? I believe it's in actual any spaces, mm -hmm. uh, in any genders. The biggest crisis we face as a country, mm -hmm. as an industry, we face an identity crisis. Um, I'm so solid that you can't confuse me about who I am. Mm -hmm. They try to do it growing up, but then I realized I need to look at the beauty of what people are doing. So someone could be waking up in the morning calling you all types of derogatory names. I remember when I was I used to, in varsity, I used to take a taxi and I'd jump off by the workshop and I'd have to walk throughout town past the workshop to get to my taxis going home. Mm -hmm. There used to be like a pool table there with a group of men, a lot of them, mm -hmm. like 40 people around this pool table. I don't know if they were playing for money, it was tournaments or whatever it was. But every time I pass, I know they knew that he need. There'd be all derogatory things they would say. I think it kind of did a thing for me for like a week. And I'm like, mm, this thing kind of affects me. I'm going to be in this campus for a couple of years. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I need to get over it right now. Yeah, so what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. It's like, actually, the positive thing about this, a group of 40 grown-up men stop what they're doing to embrace me. Yes. I gave them a show. Yes, yes. I walked past and like, okay, let me check. Am I good? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would strut and then when I'm gone, they continue again. Yeah, yeah. I had an audience. I get that. I, I got to that. use that audience to motivate me. Say what you want. I hear what I want to hear. Full circle moment because you were being chastised. People were using derogatory terms. But you saw an audience mm. because you understood in the greatest scheme of things, somewhere mm. in the back of your head, Kaya knew that I will have an audience one day. They are stopping this whole thing they're doing to entertain me. Yeah. I didn't even ask for it. So I was like, okay, give the people what they want. Yeah. So I gave them a show and luckily I've never been such a shy person. I've always been a kid on stage. I've always been a performer. It's just that around that time, there was not much of staging I could do. So those kind of situations kind of kept me going as an artist. Beyond the, the, the confidence level, because confidence is an intrinsic thing, how, how are you dealing with the possibility of being physically harmed by people because you present in a, in a feminine manner? It did happen, and I think it was right in the beginning of the fame. Um, I think I was mobbed once, and... Um, People literally jumped on me until there was just a lot of people on me until I was on the ground. I was assisted by security of that mall um, to exit me. But I was bleeding, I had scars, I, I don't know what happened. So sometimes you think everyone is coming to you on a joyful term, but one person literally just wants to do a yang 
scratch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at that time, that's when I got security. Um, I had bodyguards, which was so distasteful. What I do is for the people. Yes. And, and now the people can't speak touch to the people. So I had to learn how to deal with people when they see. It's like when I see someone running towards me. I was like, whoa, 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 come, but don't run. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the, the only thing they can say is sorry yeah. after the injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a better space of how to deal with the public now. It was a lot for me because I was a stage performer for like 17 years before I got to television. So yeah. it was a huge mess. The, 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 I love that you say that one, there is an aspect of fame that is harmful. That yeah. people that people don't realize that people are not aware of because so many people want to be famous. It's not even physical. It's yeah. mostly meant you know mental. We wake up in the morning. Someone can have a platform just like yours. Mm-hmm. Yours does what it does. Mm-hmm. Someone wakes up to break people. Yeah. Someone wakes up to trash people. And I always say we undermine things like upbringing. Yes. We undermine yes. background. We take it lightly because your parents were decent to you. Yeah. But somebody else's parents are not decent to them. True. They never taught them what decent was. So you wake up in the morning and you do your version of decent, which is not so great. It bashes people on a daily basis. You wake up in the morning and think, hmm, who am I going to sway today? How about a seven-year-old child? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's... it's this sounds it's, very targeted, it's, by the way. <laughs> not, even, not even, but I'm just saying... Like, when do you realize you yeah. want to wake up in the morning and just trash? Yeah, you know, daily, I mean? on a daily basis. On a daily, and then again, you look at the whole don't clo- don't throw stones at a, when you're living in a glass uh-huh. house. Yeah, you know, because I feel no one's perfect in this entire world that God created. Mm-hmm. No one is perfect to Mfundis. Yes, you can't be perfect. Yes, yes. so just come back all the time, fetch yourself, fetch yourself, fetch yourself. That's important because whether you're famous or not, mm. you need to fetch yourself. Yeah. Constantly be fetching yourself. Sometimes, I mean, if you've never had 10,000 rand in your account, and all of a sudden you have 10 million. Yeah. Can you understand how your mind will work yeah. from there? Yeah. Um, there's certain people you don't think you should be talking to anymore. Yeah. And all of a sudden you can't walk. <laughs> You know, I, I drive, I get a driver. <laughs> I get a driver. Yeah, now certain shops are not long for you. Yes. Um, th- there's a lot that happens in life. And that's why we have to respect because no one tells you what tomorrow looks like. No one knows what tomorrow looks like. Today, you have a partner that you love dearly. Tomorrow, he dies. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, it, this whole life thing needs respect. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, I get that from you all the time, Kaya. Um, when even when you're in public spaces, is that you don't seclude yourself from the public because you've understood that it is the public, the audience that receives your work mm. and by them receiving your work, it means you get more work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Has that been intentional? I, it, it's, it, I think I've been given so many opportunities to watch people turn their lives around so hard that the people who disliked or spoke ill of them wish they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would look at an example of a Kukuzuma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kukuzuma is the creators and founders of Fuzahalo. Mm-hmm. She has been on Isidingo before, on a much more smaller character. Mm-hmm. But when she got the opportunity to create a show as big as Uzalo, what made her call someone like Bradon, who was Zebedee on Isidingo, to come join her the side? Mm-hmm. is because probably when she got to that set, 
she was treated like a normal person. She was treated like a star. I hear you. She, that's why when an opportunity arises, she thought of someone who was amazing to her and yes. would be good to him. Yes. So today I am your boss. Tomorrow you could be my fund. Yes. So I think I look at life like that. You yeah. can't we know millionaires, like we grew up around millionaires today who ask for data. Yeah. Because that's how life works. That's how life works, yeah. We we currently, I mean, th th there's a big story in the media right now about a famous doctor. I mean, geez, you're a doctor, you're famous, you're doing well, all of a sudden, where's this money coming our from? A media conglomerate, a massive. So it's crazy, guys. This life thing has no manual. Yeah. That's the craziest thing about it. You can't. You can't say this. That's how when I read, you know, like uh, motivational books, mm -hmm. you read them just to know somebody else's story. Mm -hmm. I don't read it to take how what works for Lungelo. Yeah. Because your recipe might be the exact opposite of what I need. Yes. So I read them and be like, oh, such a beautiful story. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, no, wake up in the morning. I want to try. I have, you know, I have a studio. I have a couple of microphones. You know, I can't operate on somebody else's how-to. Yes. You yes. must find your own. It's it's like when you have a flu. People want to drink everything. They want to drink every pill, every... Try home remedies. Just listen to your body. Yeah. yeah. You probably just need lemon water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's just... It's a matter of how we take life, how we look at it. Are you enjoying radio? Because that, 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 that seems to be... An aspect of your life that maybe I'd say your fame threw you into it? Yes. Weird enough, I wanted the opposite because I've never wanted to be famous. My first job, popular job that I wanted was a radio job. Okay. Um, I guess fame got to me before because the radio station, I approached, I sent them a demo and they were like, you know, the sound you're looking for. When I got off that meeting, the first thing I said to them was, you guys are going to call me one day. <laughs> and offer me this job. Yeah, same radio did. station. Same radio station. Yeah. And they did. Um, they did throw me there. I believe it's one of my last jobs. I love doing it. It's. Um, last radio job? No, as in my last job in entertainment would probably be on radio. Really? Okay. I think I see myself doing it for a lifetime. Okay. It takes nothing from me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't require such physical strength doesn't require it wants just me mm, mm. my vibe my personality my voice and it's like what yeah you know I, that's why when i got it the first thing i did was ensure my voice yes yes, yes and i was yes. like no just in case <laughs> i cannot speak yeah <laughs> you know so um i love radio yeah it's beautiful the fact that you're speaking to one person but there's like millions of them it's beautiful. It's a crazy concept. It's a crazy right? concept. And it's, it's where my opinions actually vary. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. on, a, on a TV show, you are meeting GC, you are meeting Laz, you are meeting so many people who require so much of me mentally, physically, all of it. But on radio, I literally can walk in in slops and just drag myself in there and it will work. How was the backlash of you being previously famous for a television role mm -hmm. getting a radio gig? I'm sure a lot of Colleagues who are pure radio people were not too impressed. I would call it a. I've got selective hearing. Proper. I have proper selective hearing where 
I will hear what I want to hear. Yeah. You want to wake up in the morning and bash me? I did not hear you. Yeah. That's why you don't find me retaliating. You don't find me... I think that takes us so much. Like you wake up in the morning and think, okay, this is my reply to this tweet. This is my reply. So I don't. I don't. If it doesn't serve me, it doesn't make sense, it doesn't grow me, why do it? Yeah. 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 Um, moving on, Kaya, you've uh, you seem to be have intentionally taken a decision to be extremely private about your personal relationships. And I don't want to limit only to romantic relationships, even with friendships. I think there's definitely either a learning or a transition you've gone through that has brought you to a point where you've taken a decision of Bogoti. My social media is about work. Yeah. Um, and that can even change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's who you are at that time. Because the one thing I think we as people never understand and appreciate is the fact that we change. Yeah. Um, in relationships, even, you can be together for four, five, ten years. There is a change that's going to take place individually that each person needs to embrace, each person needs to understand, compromise for. Because in friendships, I think I'm more skeptical now, I'm more careful. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a person of big clicks. Mm-hmm. I don't group of so many people when I do a birthday party, there's 250 people. Now it's 30 people. Mm-hmm. Because when you now evaluate who is who in your circle, simply putting together a guest list for a birthday and you have sitting on a hundred guests. But when you are in travel, do you have a hundred people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, I think it was Simon Sinek, He's, he lives in the UK. He said his, his journey, he's a multimillionaire now, but he said that to him, yes, it matters, of course, primarily we all want to have economic comfortability, but he says how he checks whether he has a quality life is if at any given moment he has 30 people, he can ask for $100,000 for help, and they won't question him. So what is it for? Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much in that space. I'm not, I don't think I'm wealthy, I don't think I'm rich. I think I'm okay. I'm comfortable enough to take care of my family, take care of my needs. Shop here and there, yeah. you know, you create a comfortable life for yourself. But you realize when you wake up in the morning, how many people say, how are you doing? How are you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I hope you have a great day. And how many people will say, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I need your help. Anything. Can you send me a, yeah. can you do me this? Can so you realize that a lot of people want to take from you, but a very small number are just wishing you well. Yes, they are just yes. saying, Let me know if there's anything you need. You know, how many congratulations do you get? Do you know? And um, you would get a happy birthday from 50 people, but if you don't invite someone to your birthday. For some reason, they feel like you owe them an invite. Yeah, you know, yes, people yes. are very entitled. I've had a friend of mine, a very good two friends, actually two friends who who got married, and in my absence, and when I say my absence, I did not get an invitation. And these are people I hold quite dear. Mm-hmm. 
the only thing I did was like, let me wait for the traffic to die down. The following week, I was like, I go, I saw you got married. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. They want to explain themselves. No, listen, I'm like, no, why are you explaining I'm yourself? Just saying, I'm just saying congratulations. Because there's a good thing that happened if in your life. If you needed me at your wedding, you I was going to be there. Guys, yeah. inviting anyone anywhere. Catering is like 1.2 per person. <laughs> it, it, the, the less, the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I'm less of a friend. I believe I'm still a friend. They still believe I'm a friend. We talk. I'm okay with not being in your bed. I was not needed. Yeah. I'm happy it happened. Because maybe if you called me, maybe it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just glad it happened. So it's the level of entitlement from people. Just because I went to high school with you doesn't mean I need to assist you. Yes, 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 yes. You know, just because you're my neighbor, I don't owe you my lawnmower. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's the level of entitlement from people. And I think people must just ask themselves, how often do I ask? And how often do I care? And how often do I care? You know, because that's what I look at all the time. It's like, who do I bother? You know? Then I realized I have a bestie, I have a sister, and... And then most times, I probably just... When I, you call it bothering, but it's not really bothering. It's they, venting. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. literally offload, and I can tell my friend is sleepy. You know, I'm like, stop sleeping. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I can't, I can't come from work that way time. Yeah, I kind of need your ear. Yeah. It's like, okay, let me just sit up. You know, they take that. But in reverse, you also take so much of this True. you must also offload when you know they don't like talking you can tell they need to talk take it out of them, it out of them yeah. so I'm, I think I've learned so hard on just be a better person mm. not for people for yourself yeah. um, you mustn't be a person that people need to tolerate I think and it's so sad because the people we tolerate don't know they're tolerating them. <laughs> you know and it goes back to upbringing there's something I'm going through this year which has been difficult. It has have it has helped me even curate my social media. Um, I woke up one day, but it's something I've been thinking about for a few months that I unfollowed many people on Instagram, like many people. I think I was following over a thousand, now following like four hundred. <laughs> so and I realized that there some unfollowed me back because they thought I was being spiteful, but it was no. I'm curating the energies around me now. Because I no longer want when you post a story, because the way some, some people respond to stories, it's not nice. It's weird. Yeah. So I no longer want the energy anymore. It's spicy. It's spicy. It's a bit, it's like, yes. Okay, there's a lull, but yeah. is it a lull? You're right. You know? So yeah. I'm in a space where if it doesn't feel like an absolute yes, then it means it's a no. Yeah. Definitely, I'm there. So what I do now, I don't keep, I call it fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not good for me, and you're not beneficial in any way, mm-hmm. I do not need you yeah. that close. You know, um, in your space is a friendship. One is your spiritual jump to. It's the one you pray with. It's the one who helps you spiritually. Then there's one who deals with you emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've got a friend. He's a qualified psychologist. Sometimes we are friending and then you can tell he's psychology me. Mm-hmm. But it works, you know. He takes me to where I need to go mentally mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. There's a financial friend. It's a friend. I'm in a jive. I need 
don't jump for you mm-hmm. any day yeah. because you'll do the same for them. Yeah. So surround yourself with people who make sense to you. Mm-hmm. Or these different compartments of who you are. I live between two cities. I'm mm-hmm. about to live between three cities. I have a home in Durban. I have a house in Durban. I need to be able to send someone to my house. You know, my mom at home is having much more problems. Yeah. Can you please try and get help for her? Yeah. Um, so I need people I can rely on in my absence. Absolutely. You know, you want someone who defends you when yeah. you're not around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when your name is in the air, someone is like, oh, cousin. can we not talk about this person until they're present? Yeah. Not that I don't want to hear what you want to say. But can we address people's names in their presence? So it's I, I enjoy those energies now. Very straightforward. Even if you're at a party, you know, at a club even, you buy yourself champagne, you see someone else picking up the same bottle, it's like, whoa, hold up. Why are you spoiling yourself with yeah. me? So I think I've got to that space now where I'm not really confrontational. Mm-hmm. I walk away. Yeah. I, I don't need to attend to anything. I don't need to answer you. I don't, like, I, if it doesn't serve me, guys, I'm not doing it. The fluff must go. The fluff must go. The must go. So, something a bit more personal because I, I, I think the audience would kill me if we don't go there. Yeah. Um, you, t- you took the audience on the journey with you at the time, as you say, we change all the time. Mm. Um, when you were happily in love and you were engaged in, in a relationship, mm. and the audience sort of felt abandoned by you when, without an explanation, you, that part of your life you completely excluded them from it. One, why did you choose that route of completely excluding them from it? Or, and are you at a point where you're able to talk about that relationship? Um, firstly, it was not my first engagement. Okay. Um, but it means I had to do <laughs> the past couple of engagements prior to that. Um, I had to be selfish at that point. I need okay. to take myself to a point of healing. Um, and me going on social media and speaking about what happened and what didn't happen doesn't serve anything. Doesn't serve specifically. Your healing. My healing at that time. So I didn't think I owed anyone an explanation for it, including some of the family members from my family, his family. I don't owe people explanations. I don't live for the people. I was enjoying my personal space in public, but I had to deal with my personal space privately at that time. Mm -hmm. And there was so much that... That, the, that relationship didn't show. Um, the relationship basically, I, I, I don't think anyone saw the cracks in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, besides the people who are close to you. Not even close to me, who was sometime and somehow part of the cracks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Within my knee. and then yeah, they yeah. knew what was happening, yeah. you know? And it, 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 I overfought, let me put it like that. Okay. There are relationships that you should end, but you like, I'm in this fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you fight right. for it. And it's okay to fight for it. And if it doesn't work out, tap out. It's okay, because now, what if you are being given some an opportunity to have something amazing, but you're still fighting over something that's not going to be amazing at any given time? 
So make space for great things. How long was the relationship? Five years. And out of those five years, how many did you feel appreciated? Okay. <laughs> On a birthday. On a birthday. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Many lessons learned, basically. You know what? And the craziest thing, I took myself to therapy. Um, because, you know, I had to... I'm, I love introspections. I love how I would have a fight with a good friend of mine. And I would go to see how much of the fight was my responsibility. How much of the unhappiness of that situation was my responsibility. I need to know. Because I could step on your toes and not realize I'm stepping on your toes. Yeah. So when I went to therapy, the stuff they say to you, oh, at your own cost. <laughs> the stuff they say to you, it kind of rings throughout the day. Yeah. And I, that's why I think I always suggest that people do therapy, then go for a massage. Yeah. Go relax. Digest. Yeah, digest what you, I mean, something told, like, when you are told something like, you took an image of your dream man. And attached it to someone who doesn't intend to be. Yeah, yeah. That's your fault. So you you were trying to make an ornament of a man. The image. I don't even think I was doing it consciously. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And and sometimes people come to you as what they know you would like. Yes. Yes. And I mean... But it's unsustainable in the long term. I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be in character for 24 hours. <laughs> at some point, I will fluff a line, you know. At some yeah. point, I would be like, eh, what do I do now? So, and I think that's why I go back to identity. Yes. When yes, you know yes, who you yes, are, yes. I don't need to arrive in front of a crush and act like someone else. If my crush is feeling my vibe, then it's our vibe. Yeah. You know? When I get here, you know, um, I love reading, uh, I love cooking, I love... You mention everything you don't like. Why? Yeah, yeah. How long can you sustain that? I read seven books a month. Yeah, but now, <laughs> your future is now expecting you to cook. You like yeah, cooking? Yeah, Thank yeah. God you love cooking. I yeah, hate it. Yeah. So this person is honest to you throughout this whole time. You are being someone else. But you can't keep up being someone else. The real you will pop up at yeah, some point. Yeah. Sometimes in like a young mistake, a young passion, where it's like, hmm, where's that coming from? I, I want to move on from this topic mm. because I don't want it to be as if it was defined because you're so much more than Oh my gosh, no. Multiples of that. Mm. Um, but one more thing on that is, do you think you played a part in why the relationship wasn't successful and do you think you owe anyone an apology you i i don't owe anyone an apology um besides myself okay um i i think you know when people say i wasted my life i wasted so many years with you. i didn't waste anything i wasn't i was in a five-year class uh, i learned so much about humans about myself about how I must not try and see a red flag as pink. Mm -hmm. 
So it's what I'm going through now. I'm currently going dates with amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, but a red flag now is a red flag. Because you know what I've learned? When we meet a horrible person, we want them to be extremely horrible. No, just one horrible thing about you. There's enough evidence. Yeah, you're horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? One great thing about you could make you great. It's so strict. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm hating. Like, I've, I've been eliminating some of the guys I've gone dates with because yeah. I'm very open with it. You're not the only person I'm going on dates with, by the way. Yeah. Because one of you has to stop making me go on dates with other people. Because <laughs> just be amazing. Just yeah. be you, though. Yeah. Don't try and impress me and forgetting to be you because the real you will pull through mm-hmm. and I won't be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. So I'm there at the moment. I'm no friend. I, like, for example, if you have a friend and you don't know where they bank, Clearly, you've been paying for all the lunches and the dinners. You're right, because you've never seen the car. You've never seen their car. So, yeah. there's this person around you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. have a partner, but you don't really know what made the partner leave the past relationship. Yeah. You know, like maybe, because everyone comes to you and tells you how horrible the yeah, ex was. was. Oh, <laughs> ex. Oh, horrible. Such a pinch. Stingy. Blows money. Never to care, you know what I mean? And you find that that person is describing themselves to you. Ish. But you seeing that as pink and not red. Mm. You saw it as a pink flag. Everywhere you go, guys, you choose what to see. You choose what to see. There is someone who looks amazing, they're right in front of you. And then you choose to see their arrogance as confidence. Mm. It's like a country dance. No, he's a bum. <laughs> like, he is a bum. Like, why would he say that about himself? Why would he, you know? Yeah. There's always a thin line between good and bad. There's always a thin line between arrogance and confidence. Thin line between a spender and stingy. You, there's, it's just a small rope that defines these things. I'd say in the past, I think you... Aging on 10 years, being on traditional media now, probably more. 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 Mm. In the past, I'd say over 10 years, I, there, there hasn't been a month where, well, this is what it looks like. There hasn't been a month where you're without a gig. So it's either you're radio, you're, you're acting, um, or something. What, what, what maintains this longevity for you? Longevity. Ah, yellow card. <laughs> longevity. Longevity, yes. Yeah. What has kept you? in the game successfully for so long when other people are struggling to even book a gig a year? Firstly, people need to keep their feet in the ground as grounded as possible as you can be. And we also need to understand how the thing called blessing comes back. Yeah. I literally survive on my mother's thank yous. Every time my mother says, Thank you, Tana. I feel like that's, I feel like I have a blessing jar. Every time she says that, something goes in that jar. Um, and longevity is more of an authentic thing. Okay. Because uh, if you look at a lot of people who've stayed long in the industry, they've just been themselves. Maybe you have downtime here and there. Yeah, true. But obviously the downtime is just a reminder of, now you know what it's like not to have. So you respect when you have it. So it's, for me, 
Longevity is a blessing that you call upon yourself. I believe in karma. Mm -hmm. Never be the reason why someone else is crying. You don't know who that person is praying to. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's their ancestors and what they're going to do about it. So just never make anyone cry because of you. Be in a friendship, in family, in a relationship. Karma, guys, and even to be happy. Mm -hmm. Karma waits for your balloon to get really big, mm -hmm. and the pin is so tiny, Sakayan, and it, ah, yeah. everything. So I, I believe in that, and just be as human as possible. It's, it's, um, I, I've said this to some of the gospel artists I'm friends with. Don't act holier than thou. Show your flaws. Be human so people don't wake up in the morning and want to dance and make a huge rah-rah about a mistake you made. Yes. Be as human and yes. relatable yes. as possible. Yes, yes, So yes. I'm not drink sparkling strawberry water, irritant. No. Be a, a be human enough for people to relate to you. That's why when something bad happens to you, people feel for you. In fact, for them, when something really bad, something that a human person would do for them is blown out of proportion. It's, it's almost like when you are, you are in public spaces. For some reason, people want to deal, want to help you deal with your grief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, people want to be part of your breakup. Say whatever they think they know from a distance. I mean, I was in the house by myself and the person. You don't have a say. But then again, you've got data, you've got fingers, minutes, minutes, and it's 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 a lot. Um, luckily for me, mine didn't really, none of my past relationships really make a huge rah rah on a breakup. It's now a matter of excitement because I'm about moving on. I'm about what now? So you've left the show. What's the next show? You broke yes. up. Okay, great. Who's next? You know. Um, Guys, I'm going to be very selfish with my happiness. I'm going to be so happy. I'm still happy. I'm going to be more happier because I just want it for myself. There's something beautiful you said earlier on at the beginning of our conversation when you spoke about the executive producer of State Glass, um, you were saying that she has the ability to go back and assist people who were probably principal actors to her back then, and now the roles have changed mm. because they know which was with success of the village, right? Life goes back and forth. But there was an opinion in the media for a very long time, there was a narrative that you actually don't like her, and you guys were fighting about money. And um, I've never, that's the craziest thing. I've never fought with staying class with regards to money. Actually, when I left staying class, they were paying very well. Yeah. Um, Hey guys, what's my name on my hearsay? You know, and sometimes you get shocked by some of those things. I never, like, till today, I follow her. I like her pictures. I love what she's done with her brand. She's got so many shows. Mm -hmm. um, and mind you, she's not old, guys. Like, very young. Quite young, and she's pushing. Yeah. It excites me. Black girl magic, I'm about it. Business wise, at that time, and worse, it was not even me dealing with her. I was not even dealing with her. Like, you so, were not interacting with her to a point having a fight or yeah. an argument. You know what I mean? So it, it's crazy because at the end of the day, when you say Kaya and 
you say stained glass, it's gonna be Google's name that comes up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, have no problem with Google. I would Google would probably call the following week and be like, I've got something for you, and I'm like, alright, send it, let's see. I work. I'm I never wanna put emotions to my work. The only time I put emotions to what I do is when you are messing with what I do. Mm-hmm. When you are making it difficult to me, difficult for me to do what I do, then you are making me emotional. But business-wise, come to me, Kaya, financially, it doesn't make sense for us to give you 250,000 rand for this. Yes, yes. Then, okay. We can talk. Let's agree. Okay, we can't do 250, what can you do? Be like, we can do 180,000. Okay, if it's 180,000, then I can't do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't do till five. I can do till three. So it's a it's a it's a negotiation. I get that. So I'm never emotional. To and that's what people struggle with a lot. And they people end, and, and people end up saying, ah, production house it is is unreasonable. No. End up saying Vanvani labeled as difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. But maybe you are actually a difficult person to work with. Or maybe you didn't negotiate your contract well. Something I learned from an amazing man who was a mess part of my career, Dumont Wolfu. Mm. He said, I always prefer you never walk out of a negotiation room unhappy mm. because you will be unhappy for the duration of that contract. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I sit in spaces now and you know you'd sit in a space and you'd be like, wow, people are complaining. Eh? <laughs> and you are so uncomfortable. Yeah. People are just so unhappy. And now you can't act unhappy because you're actually happy. You know, so it's people must just look out for themselves. The yes. business is a very dodgy space. Even in musicians, someone has hits for days, but they don't have money. How do you negotiate the partnership between you and the music, the, the producer, you and the, the collab? Or whose song is it? Is it 50-50? Who's registered for the song? Yeah. Who's making money of the song? Yeah. So there's a lot of verbal agreements that flow in the in the entertainment business. Document it. Get yourself a lawyer. Get yourself. Yeah, like don't be in hot water. Mm. We 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 spend um a, a lot of time um as as a queer man myself. I have a lot of privileges because I'm masculine presenting. When as a queer person who's feminine presenting, there are a lot of struggles that I'll never have to face because I walk into a room and because my gender looks a certain way, um, people confuse gender and sexuality a lot. Because my gender looks a certain way, then I am in 23 plus variety, I can just do whatever, whenever, however. But for a person like you, do you ever feel like, especially because you're a celebrity, that you must be an activist in a gun? Like, you never pay attention to be an activist. So many guys was Literally, when I go to work, I was just there, my dressing room, my lines, new shoes, you know. Then I started. As time went, um, I bumped into a lot of gay people. The entire community, yes, especially transgenders. Mm. Like, thank you so much for raising our flag. I was like, you guys, the flag, and then you know I'm like, because then you blame me, I'm debates. Like, do you know, like, how long it took me to be at a pride? Mm. Like, mm. Because, like, you are such a shit to your parade. When she said that, and I, you know, it took me a while yeah, to understand <laughs> some of the issues people had 
because my issues, I turned them into whatever I turned them to. I hear you. So they I never were. They never be myself. So I then realized with kind of different things like you. Yes. You no one can get themselves out of that mind because people are drowning in depression of what another human being said about them. And this human being could die without apologizing. Yeah. So what's going to happen to you? You know what I mean? So I then took it upon me. That's when I started writing storylines for GC. GC has parents in the rurals. When GC goes home, he straights, you know. This was what I was seeing, you know. Because you you're sitting with some vibe person. I love working, I work in California ring. You know, because the craziest thing is, I go to my mom's house for relatives. You know, um, I don't change myself for any relative. I'm not about to change myself for any church. You know, um, because guys, we have one life, mm. and if you live it well enough, you only need one. Yeah. So when I looked at it, I'm an activist. Mm. Oh my god, I'm an activist. You get called now to do. LGBT, yes, LGBT community um, panels and speak about some of the issues people have. And guys, this whole thing, I will forever say it, it's a thing. Yeah. Nzali, if you love your child well enough, good enough, your child is not trying to fill any other void or step in front. You got enough love from home. Yeah. But if you didn't, you want to be approved and loved by the entire community, but your own mother didn't love you. Yeah. Your own family doesn't love you. They don't celebrate you the way you want to be celebrated. So it's going to take you time to find your ground. So it goes back to upbringing. As it says, upbringing, guys, it's an important thing. You are building a character when you're raising a child. You build character in them, no matter how queer, how straight, how masculine your daughter is. You're building character. Yeah. So they can't be easily broken by people. And it kind of probably crash. Feel it. The whole day, you push your exam, you clean the house of your six times, and you push me. Think what you did. Then I cried. So, you didn't report her. You push her back. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you need to build character at a very young age. Yeah. So, that's why I don't have, I don't remember much of my bullying experiences. I don't, yeah, because I mean, I didn't put them in my head. You but, know? but do you acknowledge that you might not be an activist, but it's good that there are those who are activists? They are. No, now I'm an activist. Mm -hmm. you know, now I probably am an activist. I go to Pride and look like a rainbow and wave and fight for everyone and when fight for everyone's rights you know because that's a man you mean because in kulele elokshi in kulele mlazi that would be but what about the kaya in the rural you know they are an abomination yeah like why are you wearing heels what's the lashes for so i then realized it would say I never looked at it because I was probably coming from a place of privilege. But it's deep the things people are facing. True. There, you know what I mean? True. 
It's now that they're making toilets that are unisex toilets, not gender conformed. And now people are finding comfort. Because sometimes you find an amazing transgender trying to get into a lady's toilets. The bouncers because bad guys go. That's it. At the bouncer, why are you being fresh? Mm. This very same transgender paid for that bill that's going to assist pay your salary. So I'm, I'm confused by yeah. math. Yeah, yeah. Where do you yeah. think your income is coming from? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for me, one of the biggest things I think we still need to fix is our education system, our hospitals, and the police service. Mm-hmm. The level of um, emotional intelligence, walking into a police station, gives over the case, case I think immediately somebody needs to remove you from the public. Mm-hmm. But no, you need to go through the entire rape story oh, in front of someone certified mm-hmm. next to you. And when he's done it, he's like, hey, I'm almost, hey, no, I was, I was almost, and you need to replay it again. For someone else walking in for an avidavit. Yeah. So those tiny things, no teachers call any, you're looking at a class of 30 kids, they're not the same. Something special about that one, handle them differently. Don't uniform them. I think that's another thing that my father battled with. He wanted to uniform all of us. Because the guy had, there's no boy and girl duty, mm-hmm. you know. The boys must cook, the girls must cut the grass. He never asked, did they, you, you are making them softer. And I appreciate him for that. But don't handle everyone the same way they're not the same. Yeah. Same as a TV show, the cast, the cast members here are not the same. On a radio station, all these presenters, they're not the same. Don't uniform them. Treat everyone according to who they are and how they are. So you won't find yourself in hot water. Someone saying, mm-hmm. So we're in that situation. Mina J, the activist, a priority. And I will continue to fight as much as I can for the entire LGBT community because there is not as a plus at the end. There's more alphabets coming, watch out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it excites me. It excites me that we are becoming more liberal, actually. Who do you pray to, man? <laughs> so, I pray to God. Uh, I grew up in a very charismatic family, like... Think we were, eh, we were... Go the higher, mighty, shika, fire, you know? But, the older I got, I understood the presence of my ancestors. And I got so hurt on how long it took me. Because I didn't need my entire family to do that. It was a personal journey that I went through. Not Sanko, but no one was not twasing. I just had to acknowledge the existence because what I understood their presence in my life, they are in the spiritual realm, I'm not. I use them as my angels to speak to God on my behalf. Yeah. Because they're there already. So I understand the yin yang. I don't worship them. I don't praise them. I love them and I acknowledge their existence because it's impossible that a man who raised me, who was my father for the so many years, was able to love me for so long and take his last breath. All of a sudden, he's a demon. Hey. I come on, magic. Mm. Kalai, kalai. Man, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. Make good use of the good spirit.
I get that. Uguti, we can't we can't all of a sudden just because of a religious doctrine that a certain group of people have send them out to we don't have brains anymore to think and suddenly call the people my I lost my mom in 2015. My mom is not a demon. For the first 20 years of my life she gave me a lot. Mm. And even beyond that, through an inheritance, I still managed to have a good life because of her. Mm. So I will still pray to my mom. Yeah. So it's it takes you know what I think it takes for a very like a bit of a tough situation mm. for you to try new avenues that have been there. Mm. Um like there are people who feel like you know, my life is crap man. I try this it fails. I do this it fails. You are praying every day, mm. you are but you find that you're just not aligned. You're just not aligned with the spiritual energy you're supposed to get like. Not saying wake up in the morning and oh, God, my mother, God, my mother. No. Deal with things the way, because that's what I'm saying when you're not feeling well, listen to your body. Your situation can't be the same as mine. Your situation needs something different than what I need. Find correct spiritual guidance. It must feel right. Like, what a feeling when you've done something for your ancestors that you get. It's like a, a, a new feeling, like a born again feeling. It's like a, whoa, that was great, you know. Um, Mina, guys, I speak because I, I know their existence. It's always around me. They're always around me. I speak to them driving. This time around. Oh, you're yeah, missing in mind again. Mm. Hey, hey. Oh, I'm feeling a bit I'm, nervous today. Hey, I'm not sure. Mm. You know, you're dating when you tie with the guys in your gang. What's your cool room? Finally, we can't deny it. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I see it. I see it. Now, Coco Pips, I go, hey, Moshe, I align. You know what I mean? Um, I pray. To God all the time. I I speak to them literally daily. My ancestors mean so much to me. So that journey took me a while. And I, it's the way I'm so in it right now, it's almost like in Kavi score when I didn't do it. When I and I didn't do it because I didn't want to. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. You know, I was until it was you would say, oh, so why is that mind away? Oh my gosh, I have to wear a spangler. It's going to be different, you know what I mean? So yeah, I had my first spangler like a year ago, two years ago, yeah. So I was like, what? And I got to understand how it operates, mm-hmm. how it works. That's why I never speak ill of anything, especially if I don't know it. Yes. So you can't wake up in the morning and say, like, yo, I'm not ashamed. But what if? When I open an umbrella, but was discovered in the last days, which actually Chevy is the way. <laughs> you know, you can't know, we don't know who's right. Yeah, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know who's right. Because yeah. really, they're like the Roman Catholics, this is the old way of doing things. I so you can't criticize because oh, yes. you don't know what's right. So if you just have your heart in the right place, in the right place. I believe this is good enough church. Like God looks at your heart. Yeah. Not yeah. the uniform you wear from your church. Because I mean, there's so many evil people in churches. Like, 
biggest discrimination actually you would get in church is in church. Yeah. And I'm alright, well, I'm a commandments. And if you look at it now, most people say, okay, that I won't name commandments. Most of them, guys, if you look at the Ten Commandments, so yeah man i mean just take it a day at a time be kind to yourself before you want others to be kind to you we're almost at the end of our conversation how do you deal with grief Depends who I'm grieving mm-hmm. uh, and where I am. Because sometimes you need to grieve uh, people who are alive. Yes. You know. Because um, when you find, I don't know, people find peace in venting on social media. You know? um, I always pray for the pain to go away, never to return in the same form, and to teach me whatever lesson it needs to teach me. Because guys, you see me now, my ex, so you'll be a better partner to someone else the following day. Mm-hmm. So I pay for, I pray that, yeah, we pain your fear, as I fully feel. But can this pain teach me something? Because mm-hmm. the way we put the phone, can I walk away with something good from it? You know? So find the good in a bad situation, kind of. So I grieve in that way. I I have my own people who are my soundboards, my sister, my friend. They, I, I bounce things off and to them. Sometimes they say things I don't want to hear, but I'll have to take it because I went there. You know? It's like going to a therapist. They can't promise you a good session. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're just gonna tell you what they think. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Grieving is a good thing though, because it means you're in the process of moving. Mm. When you don't grieve, you're not gonna grow, you're not gonna move from that specific point because you are stuck there. Last but not least, are you is your life surrounded by love right now? Absolutely. Mm. I'm surrounded by so much love. It's the love I first give myself. Mm. Oh, I know, Shem. Yeah, because whoever comes into my life kind of has to give me more love than I give myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because there's no gaps. I would, never, yeah, I would never have a friend who's not pouring love, to, who's pouring love to fill in a void, to fill in a gap, or have a boyfriend because, oh, I miss my father, I'm getting a daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's mm-hmm. filling any void in my space. I've already filled my cup. So I'll be pouring, hopefully, not on empty cups. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that takes a lot from you. It takes a lot to pour. Because you come from there. Pouring. Pouring and the cup never gets full. The cup has a hole. It's just a <laughs> cup. Yeah, the cup. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I, I'm, I'm there. Um, Love, love, love. Oh my gosh, so much love. I'm sorry, but so much love. Kaya Zaza, um, newly activist. <laughs> but you know, it's for being an entertainer, an all-round entertainer. I think that's the perfect word for it. Um, a creative overall. 
actress, um, television presenter, radio presenter. There's no faculty that Ukaya doesn't fill into. We didn't have time to speak about the music because Nyamaju Kaya is also good at that. Kaya actually is talented in everything. You, <laughs> you've just heard it yourself. Um, Kaya, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. Thank presence. you so much for having me. Yeah, this is so much. This actually felt a bit like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> thank you that um, we have that impact. Yeah, we we get that a lot. Yeah, we 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 are a safe space. We are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, this is safe space. This is a safe space. I mean, the walls fight. <laughs> the show is engineer your life. I'm gonna get okay, and I'll see you on the next episode.